chapter 1, 9-23. For this reason also, since the day we heard this, we haven't stopped praying for you. We're asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding so that you may walk worthy of the Lord. This is Colossians 1, 9-23. Fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work and growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might so that you may have great endurance, great patience, Joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has enabled you to share in the saints' inheritance in the light. He has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son. He loves in Him. We have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For everything was created by Him in heaven and on earth, the visible, the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, church. And by him all things hold together. He is also the head of the body, the church. He's the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place preeminence in everything. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in Jesus. And through Jesus to reconcile everything to himself, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Now, once you were alienated and you were hostile, in your mind as expressed in your evil actions, your evil actions revealed your hostility towards God, but now he has reconciled you by his physical body through his death to present you holy, faultless, and blameless before him. If indeed you remain steadfast, grounded and steadfast in the faith and are not shifted away from the hope of the gospel that you heard, this gospel has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and I, Paul, have become a servant of it, Colossians 2, 8 through 15. We're going to read the Bible in church today. Is that okay? circumcised in him with a circumcision not done with hands by putting off the body of flesh in the circumcision of Christ when you were buried with him in baptism in which you were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead and when you were dead in your trespasses and in the uncircumcision of your flesh he made you alive with him and forgave us all our trespasses he erased the certificate of debt with its obligations that was against us and opposed to us and he has taken it away by nailing it to the cross he disarmed the rulers 
the firstborn of all creation, the creator God, the one who all of heaven and all of earth and things under the earth will proclaim is king and kings and lord of lords. He is the one who canceled our debt, who reconciled us to God. He is Jesus, and he has disarmed the rulers and the authorities and everything that would set itself up against the knowledge of Christ Jesus. He has cast them down, and he Sometimes applied to Torah scholars who says there are, quote, there are flies. 
standing with scholars present. And he goes on to say, you know, like this, the scholar thought at first that William was by all outward signs and evidence remarking on him, the lion you mentioned turned out to be a mere fox. This is about William Cowper. Sometimes use a fox to relate to pedigree.
of the word church near me this morning. Tell those authorities that would speak against the promises of God over your life. Tell those authorities that raise up against the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Tell those authorities that you know the real lion. Tell those foxes they have no power. Call them out. Call those foxes out. Tell those foxes to get out of here. You think you can stop what God has promised, but it's mine in Jesus. You get out of here, you fox. You think you can take my kids, you get out of here, fox. You think you can silence my testimony, you get out of here, fox. You think you can take me out, get out of here, fox. You ain't nothing but a powerless, no good fox. You ain't nothing but a pretender. You ain't nothing but a fox. You tell that fox that I know the lion. I know the one who has all power and authority and dominion. I know the lion. I know him by name. Jesus is the lion. Call that thing what it is. It ain't nothing but a fox. And the Christ Jesus can devour that fox. Call it out. It is powerless. It's a fraud. It's a phony. It ain't nothing but a fox running around in the lion's field. And that fox's time is running out. I said that fox's time is running out. Not only is Jesus superior to the human foxes, he's also superior to the spiritual and the natural foxes. Do not get distracted by the foxes. Distracted by the foxes, write it down. Look at what Jesus said in chapter 13, 32. He said to them, Go tell that fox. Look, I didn't make you feel any different than anybody else. I was here the entire four days you were here. Go tell that fox I said hello. Yes. Sure. 
blessing from the lion to live under the the curses and the distractions of the promises. Come on, church. Do not give lesser powers greater authority. Do not give the fox to the fox what belongs to the lion. Jesus says, look, I'm, I'm driving out demons, I'm healing the sick. Jesus is superior. You need, I need, we need to walk in that superiority. Not in pride, not in arrogance, but in but confident in our superiority of Jesus over the demonic and over his ability to do what needs to be done in your life. Confident in the superiority of Jesus' rule over the foxes. Confident in your understanding that the lion has the power and the foxes do not. Hebrews 4, 16, therefore let us approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we, we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. It's a holy boldness. It's a mercy and a grace. It's confidence in the superiority of Jesus, not confidence in yourself, not, not confidence in your own ability, not pride, but confidence in the superiority of Jesus, that Jesus is able and Jesus is going to handle those things and those situations, that Jesus is going to deal with the demonic, that Jesus is going to bring eternal health and eternal life, that Jesus is superior to hell and death and the grave, that Jesus is going to handle it because Jesus is superior. Walk in his superiority, superiority, rebuke the enemy, and trust God for the healing that will come and the grace that will sustain you while you wait. Jesus is superior. If Jesus is superior, who then? Who then can tell that lion? Who can tell that fox? Look, I'm driving up demons. I'm doing it.
Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise. And then on verse 24, verse, or chapter 24, verses 25 and 26, Behold, mark the moment all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Verse chapter 24, verse 46. Thus it says, it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead. Those are, what God, those are just the Gospel of Luke, pointing to Jesus' death and resurrection on the third day. He was giving a, a, a hint of what was to come. He was giving them clues as to what was to come. And in this passage, Jesus here is saying, that thoughts can't slow me down, hell can't slow me down, death can't slow me down. Jesus is saying, even if they think they've got me, even after they kill me, even after they nail me to the cross, even after they beat my body, even after they place me in a tomb, even after they roll the stone over his entrance, even after they seal it with wine, 